Gentlemen and gentlemen, welcome back to the next edition of the Federation Podcast. I am your host, as always, your lead commissioner, your best friend, and the chairman of the Frankfurt United. I am Peter Barnhart, and joining me, as always, fellow owner of the league, a man who has quite the feather in his cap. It's Aaron J. Joseph Jurgensen. How you doing tonight, my man? I'm doing well, Peter. Uh, glad to be here. Um, feeling good. Week three is behind us. Ready to uh, move forward in the game of life. Yeah, week three is behind us, but we're going to break down all of the action. It feels good to be through uh, You know, three weeks here so far this season. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's glorious to have the great game of football back. I mean, you don't know how much you miss it until it's gone. And it's really nice to settle into the routine. Um, but when you're not winning fantasy football games in the Fed, your family does not love you. <laughs> and that's where I'm at right now. So good things that the football season is going. Bad that I'm a villain in my own house. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's tough out there for some teams. Some teams have gotten off to some very slow starts in all leagues. Whereas, you know, there are some other teams who've gotten off to amazing starts and are rocking and rolling early on and look fantastic. I want to add in the Federation Hub page on the I-94 corridor website is completely up to date as of right now. Everything is updated through the first three weeks. And I actually went as far as creating a new tab where I have all of the teams listed. They're combined from both leagues and you can kind of have it sorted where um, it just ranks everyone by total points scored and points against. And just an interesting comparison from league to league and looking at all 24 teams as a whole and seeing how, you know, maybe your team shakes out amongst the whole 24 in general, uh, pretty eye-popping, pretty interesting. I would I definitely advise everyone to uh, take a gander at that at some point in time this week. Yeah, that that's, that's really awesome, Peter, that you put that together. It's anything that can provide that kind of statistical analysis, uh, can only be a tool that uh, helps gauge where you're at in the game of life. Yeah, and usually how the data works and whatnot, once you start getting everything in one place, there's uh, a lot of different things that you can do with it. So, um, like I said, definitely everyone take an eye out, uh, check out the hub page. And, um, yeah, uh, let's let's just go ahead and break down the week three action. I, I, I wanted to mention that because I will reference to kind of how each team is ranked amongst the whole group of 24, just because I put this together literally early this morning. So it's fresh on my brain and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm interested in <laughs> sharing the goods. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that, you know, in regular college football, you have a top 25 poll 
And in this, since there's only 24 teams, even though yours truly is very, very likely to be in that 24th spot, I know I'm a top 25 team in the nation. So that's big. So uh, Yeah, you awesome, said it. Awesome stuff. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I don't want to reveal any spoilers quite yet, but let's just go ahead. We're going to jump into our first matchup from week three. It was a battle in the white division. Jergy, if you just go to your score, oh, for everyone's um, knowledge, we are starting with group B first. This week, yes. we're going to do Group B, and then we'll jump to Group A after that. So, Group B, first matchup I see on the scoreboard here. It was <laughs> the Valeria Dragons. Yeah, another drubbing took down Dilby and the Cudahy Catfish. It was one fifty-five point five to one twenty-five point three. Man, this this Nick Schlalbach team continues to put up quality scores each and every week to let everyone know right off the bat he was the high scorer of the week in sure. group b making him the ultimate winner of the <laughs> week. yeah i mean peter we've we've talked about valeria and this nick schwalbach team i mean he he is on a roll um definitely deserving of the accolades of biggest winner of the week. He has been the best team in group B. Um, he's parlayed that number one pick into a very complete and sound team. And a lot of praise needs to be uh, heaped on him as uh, his, his lineup basically top to bottom is, is very, very good. There's not really a weakness there. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, amongst the total 24 teams, Nick Schlalbach and the Valeria Dragons are the second highest scoring team wow. in the Federation with 466 total points. They are the number one team in Group B. Yes. Pretty impressive start for, for Nick. Um, it for his team, with how great he's looked through the first three weeks now, if there's one area, instead of just talking about how how well you know all of his guys did, if there's yes. one area for Nick moving forward where maybe he should be a little concerned or you know a, a possible spot where the train may fall off the tracks, what in your opinion could that be? I mean, it's not much there, <laughs> um, but. <laughs> I mean, you can always get better. Um, I think running back depth is still something you need to be concerned of because we still have to see Saquon Barkley make it through a whole season. And I'm a little concerned, actually, with Jonathan Taylor. He had that big workload last year. So you just these two guys are studs, uh, two of the best in the game, uh, guys that any owner would want to have. but. Saquon Barkley's coming in at RB2 right now and in, in through the first three weeks. So you just want to be concerned and I think just stockpiling a, a little bit more running back depth if he can. He does have Kareem Hunt down there. And I mean, a third receiver wouldn't hurt either. So kind of the depth pieces and maybe a little bit more in the receiving core. But all in all, I mean, it's it's a there's not much there though to get picky about. 
Yeah, it's been a, a pretty smooth sailing mm-hmm. start for Nick. He had, I don't know if you mentioned just there, he does have Melvin Gordon on the bench too. He had a good game. Yeah. 16.5. Yep. And how about Romeo Dobbs down there too? Another, yeah. Another receiver to add to his arsenal. I, I, is that a is that a, a contender or is that a pretender week though? Out of out of Dobbs, I mean, we could probably spend a half hour talking about the Packers here, but oh yeah, I mean, my personal opinion, I think the guy's for real. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he's for real, and and he's got a very great opportunity now with um, Sammy Watkins on IR and, and yeah. Watson being out, just to to build that rapport now with Rogers since. Um, you know, he's a youngster and that's what he needs to excel. And yeah, I mean, that, that one week where he was yeah. the main focus of the past game, he looked phenomenal. But I, he, I don't, he, he did. I don't see why that would not continue if he is in that same opportunity. Right. Which we'll still have to see that if he can maintain that rookies can go, you know, up and down. So the consistency factor, but I mean, physically, he, he looked really good and was an instrumental part to that that victory. But, I mean, all in all, Valeria is – they're the toast of Group B right now. And, I mean, Dill, on the flip side, didn't have a bad week. Um, he got a pretty complete performance, scored 125 points. Uh, it just wasn't enough to deal with uh, the Dragons and, and, and the powerhouse performance that they put on. Yeah, I I know Dill was pretty disappointed about this. Disappointed in the sense that he thought he got a good showing out of out of his team, out of his guys. Yeah. I know he did have a couple of injuries there. Where Dalvin Cook got hurt later in that game, and I, all I think right, a, I think <laughs> I think Amon Ross St. Brown uh, missed some time during that game as well. He took a hit, but uh, not much you can do if you're Dilly. Uh, you know, you go against 155, and you're going to lose basically every single time. Yeah, I mean, he's got to feel good about the Christian Kirk experiment. That's been really turning out well. Yeah. A guy that he spotlighted is our wide receiver six, uh, Travis That's Kelsey. Impressive. We know about his greatness. Uh, were you saying something about Captain Kirk? <laughs> yeah, no, I just that like that was a guy that just was not on my radar whatsoever and i didn't yeah. hesitate to give dill shit and uh he, he's looked really good yeah, so far these first three weeks and you know i i definitely have to eat eat those words as of right now i mean dalvin cook uh looks like he's considered day-to-day um shoulder injury uh but as we know with him he can be pretty injury prone and he really, I mean, he only had 13. That was, he, he hasn't really gotten off to a, a great start with the points. He did have 96 yards. So the yeah, yardage was, was good. He was getting there. He was, he yeah. was on the verge kind of like that, that big, big game. But, uh, yeah, we haven't he had a shoulder yet, injury though. and that, that kind of, yeah, yeah, that was a setback. But yeah, yeah I mean, so I, I, I still worry about him and really Dill's running back situation as a whole. But this was just one of those where, you know, you, you put on a good performance and he just ran into a, a juggernaut team. So, yeah. So Nick moves to three and O. 
Dill B, the Cudahy Catfish, goes to one and two. And I just want to add in Dill overall in the group of 24 is 10th in total scoring. Mm. And in points given up, he is technically ninth. And when I say ninth, meaning one being not good. (laughs) Oh, okay. So uh, kind of the opposite there. And of course, always points given up is the ultimate <laughs> luck factor stat. Yeah, that's a tough in stat. In fantasy football, there's nothing else behind that other than like pure good or bad luck. You, you mean, and hey, I mean, it's part of the game and I'll t- I would take luck over being good any day. So I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, there's not much you can do um with your own team and points scored and whatnot when you are f- facing amazing weeks every single time out there like right well no that that's you can't overcome that kind of uh obstacles no matter what you do from a player personnel standpoint right all right enough about that first game let's move on to our next matchup another battle of the white division it was the chai city baddies yeah taking on the bemidji babes (laughs) <laughs> it was the babes who came out on top in this yeah. one. Stephen Gray pulled off the win, 133.24 to 90.38. Stephen Gray is now 1-2. and two. Ryan Fahey suffered his first loss on the season. Without a doubt, his worst performance on the season. Yeah. But this was a big one for Stephen. Uh, I think he, he really needed to win this game yeah, his team was was falling a little behind. Uh, was involved in, from what I remember, a couple of kind of wild scoring games too, where he faced some good teams. Yeah, so I got to think for his team, this is a good, good first win for him. Yeah, I mean, really good performances uh, this week. Uh, your man, CD Lamb. Uh, but there is there is a pulse there right now. Uh, <laughs> There's a pulse. <laughs> looked 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 uh, pretty damn good after that bad drop. He really he really came around in that Monday night game. So that was uh you know monumental for uh, Stephen here. Amari Cooper, another big one. Um, back to back, twenty six plus point weeks. Yeah, he looked he uh, a Cooper like you said about uh, Lamb, but Cooper, his old teammate on Thursday, he he looked like top yeah. five receiver in the league. Good, he did. He looked <laughs> good, and I mean Jalen Waddle, his other receiver is now wide receiver three. So yeah, this receiving core is coming around, uh, and, and really. Uh, pace steven in this one and something he's got to be really happy with these guys uh are stepping up and hey kyle pitts got double figures that's that's nice too (laughs) yeah it was the first good kyle pitts game of the season even on steven's bench adam thielen had 18 yeah that fucker yeah (laughs) and the rookie from the saints the chris alave had 26 yeah that's a nice (laughs) thing too even Brees hall all of all week three for steven gray everybody was Everybody was well motivated. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the week of the young guys for for Stephen Gray and Adam Thielen on that bench. Uh, on the other side here for the Chai City Baddies, like I said, this was their their first loss on the season. Um, yeah, I think you just take that with a grain of salt a little bit here. I I think the squad's pretty solid from top to yeah. bottom. 
there there was an injury situation. I think at the tight end, Dalton Schultz didn't play. Not like you're crying about that, but um, yeah, Higby, uh, you know, got him ten. So that's not you know, you take that at the tight end position, right? Yeah, I mean, our guy DJ Moore here. Uh, yeah, not that, a guy we're on. <laughs> when the, when he doesn't play well, we're gonna highlight him each week. I feel like it's just not a good situation. Uh, Baker, I think that may team not sucks. Be, <laughs> he may not be better than Sam Darnold. I don't, but I don't they, think he they is. won. They won the game, but but it wasn't uh, pretty. It wasn't pretty from like a yeah, fantasy perspective at all. It's either. a team that I just like to fade a lot from a fantasy perspective. I mean, you can see what the baddies. Great name again, uh, Herbert. Herbert didn't look like he should have played. I mean, he had a couple nice throws, but the Jags absolutely shitted on the Chargers. Yeah, there wasn't even a to game. 10? Yeah, you know, on a on the road. What? Yeah. I lost the survivor pool on that one, and and, <sighs> and it was embarrassing. <laughs> you know, like yeah, the a J- little ten dollars survivor pool, <laughs> and I incinerated that. Yeah, the the Jags were like the, the from like a like the BSC standpoint, they were like the free square of the week where the yeah. spread was seven and it ended up, you know, at three or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I should have took the free square, but I, I didn't I, either. I, I stuck with but, the Chargers. I, I'm a Herbert believer. Yeah. Um, I mean, this team go, will go as far as Cooper Cup takes them, and this was one of those weeks where Cooper Cup was somewhat mortal, and – you know, other than that, James Conner was still coming off an injury. Uh, the baddies just weren't right this week. Yeah, it just wasn't all clicking for for no. Fahey's bunch, and and that's why I think you know you you take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have weeks like that from time <sighs> to time. This was this was Steven's week. This was his yeah. time. Yeah, it was and not much you can do. Good win for the babes, though. They needed to have. Yeah, good win for the Bay. So I said, like I said, they're one and two, but Steven is number seven overall in total scoring. Yeah, respect. And uh, 15th in points against, which I believe I said. So you're, is a saying, good that, so you're saying if you're above 12, <laughs> that, that, that you're a little luckier if you're above 12. Yes, right? correct. Okay. That's the, I, I that's the end you want to be at. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> and um, and what was the other team there? That was Faye. the Babes. The Babes. Yeah, no, that was the Babes. That the oh, okay. okay the, here, here it is. Chai City Baddies, number five in scoring. Wow. And number four in points given up. So he's given up the fourth most points. He scored wow. the fifth most. So a lot of action in Ryan Fahey's matchups. Yeah, bet the over. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Let us move to our next matchup. Uh, it should be the last one of the white division. Ah, mm. It's your matchup. Uh. <laughs> the the battle of the two wily veterans here. <sighs> the Okra Croak. Oak, Okra Coke Croakers. Johnny New <laughs> defeated the Fort Myers Marauders 105 56 to 92 14. Uh. Aaron J. Man. <sighs> It's bad right now. It's, it's bad, and you know. Let me just let me just rip the bandaid off right away. Oh boy. Okay. Go ahead. The very last team at the bottom in total points for two hundred and sixty-three uh, total. That's twenty below the next team above you. It's it's been an embarrassment, and, uh, and it, then seventh in total points given up. 
and not very lucky either. I mean, no. it's, it, a combination that uh, I've, I've seen that combo before. I mean, this is just straight up dog shit. I mean, it's it's it sucks balls. I, I'm very upset. I mean, I'm trying to laugh at it a little <laughs> bit. Uh, I could have won the matchup. It, you know, when when you start to lose some confidence, you're not making the great greatest roster moves then. Um, starting Nelson Aguilar was, was a complete bonehead move. Uh, I, I was going to go with Greg Dorch, uh, picked him up late. Dorch. Uh, but really that being said, uh, what the fuck Justin Jefferson? I mean, J Justin Jefferson has completely went AWOL right now. And God forbid I can get a quarterback who scores more than 10 in a week. So, uh, <laughs> That's my rant on that. I mean, some my defense led me in scoring. That's how it's going right now over here for the Marauders. Man, <laughs> and it's got to be tough too on a week where where Johnny only put up one hundred five. Yeah, to score one hundred and five and and eke out wins, especially in a league as competitive as this, is like mm. I, I mean, that's huge if you're able to pull it off. Yeah, no, devastating if you're on the other side there. Yeah, like you said. I, man, I don't know what's going on with with the Justin Jefferson. I uh, that was a big miss yeah. on the on the DFS pod uh, by me. There, I was really liking him in that one. That that one surprised me. It really surprised me. There was really no reason why he didn't dominate in that game. I mean, you saw they were losing most of the game. That's partly yeah. why. It's funny well, how when you, when you ended up with eighteen in that game. So yeah, it was, well, and, and, and KJ Osborne had a good going. game too. Yeah, he wasn't going to him. Uh, Kirk Cousins is really, he's perplexing right now. Um, I got to give Johnny credit. His running backs, I mean, Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb were both, they were both really good. So Yeah, Nick Chubb, that, that rushing attack on Thursday was just like smash mouth football. You know, it was just, I mean, it's an ugly matchup. Um. You know, I, I just I like Johnny's team, though. I, I mean, from that perspective, I mean, Tyreek had an off week, too. So that, you know, kind of you would you kind of offset that with JJ in this matchup. Um, you know, I like his team. He's got Damian Pierce down there. Uh, Alan Lazard. I mean, they, is he that other Packers receiver yeah. you know, kind of thing? But. I mean, right now it's it's a, we're soul searching and and we're getting hit by a hurricane, uh, <laughs> Hurricane Ian. <laughs> so it, a lot of bad shit happening on the west coast or uh, yes, the west coast of Florida right now. Uh, we need Captain Keenan Allen back. I mean, if there's any hope, uh, and hopefully Dalvin Cook uh, gets hurt at some point uh, or you know maybe sits out a game or two because I'd like to start Madison. But other than that, uh, it, it's it's really bad right now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so it's disappointing. It's disappointing. Yeah, with, it hurts. It hurts with, a lot with the the injuries and the bad performances here. I, Tony Pollard looked good uh, yeah. last night. If that's worth he, anything at all, well, he needs to get more featured in that offense. I mean, he averages like twelve yards a carry. So, um, I. There, I mean, there's still some, I, I have some good players. You know, there there is some hope there with you know. I think T. Higgins got robbed of a touchdown in that game on that sensational catch. Um, 
I mean, we're just trying to win a game. And uh, if if that doesn't happen, uh, man, uh, that relegation process is getting closer (laughs) and closer. So uh, it's not good. It's (laughs) tough, but for the people, so they know, I I think Aaron Jay has gone 0-6 and found a way to make the playoffs before. It's true. I think it, ha- true. I think it happened. <laughs> it, it's true, but it, it's not the route you like to take. But if, if it ha- if it, it, it's still a route, we got to leave it open. But, yeah. Uh, congratulations well, to Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Big win for him. But what did I say he is? He's 2-1 and one now. 2-1, so that's big. Overall scoring, he's 11th out of 24th. And for points again, 17th. So, yeah, running the, good. Yep, yep. On the uh, so far, so good for Johnny New and his big return. Let's yeah. move to the purple division. Okay. The purple division, it is a battle of the Fremont Flippers and the <laughs> Flint Tropics. Yes. The low scoring grind. Yes. Thank God I wasn't bad at least. <laughs> Two two weeks in a row, <laughs> man. This was uh, this was a battle. David Deluga took this one home, ninety two eighty eight to eighty nine point wow. four, a difference of three point four eight. There, really close one. Wow. I know Deluga was pretty stoked about this one. He needed yeah. this win for pride. He gave me clarification of last week's record for him. I had said that he was 0-8 combined for BSC and Fantasy Leagues. He was 0-5 in the BSC, and he was 0-8 in his Fantasy Leagues, leading to an actual 0-13 last week. So... Yeah, that's that. Those hurt <laughs> to get off the Schneid in the Fed here and pick up yeah. a win. I know he was very jacked up and excited about that. Yeah, I mean, thank God for Russell Gage. Uh, I mean, th- this was a situation uh, where scoring was way down this week. Uh, it, it, it it was there, it overall was overall it was yeah, very low scoring everybody. in the league. It was a low fantasy week overall. Defenses dominated. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Russell Gage and then, you know, Patty Mahomes was really the, the key here. And he didn't need a lot of points, but but David found enough of them. And that really came down to those two guys. I mean, Devontae, he had 14, so he had a little bit of a bounce back. But, um. Just a shitty scoring week all around, but hell of a win for the Flippers. Yeah, big win for the Flippers to pick up the first one of the season. For Matt Silk on the other side here, this is a tough loss. Yeah. There was a lot of teams, uh, at least one, two, three other ones that were pretty close to him, but with a score of 89.4. Matt Silk is the ultimate mm. low-scoring loser of the week. Uh, might be his second one of the season. It's a tough, tough label. Yeah, I've been there. Early I've, in the I'm year. there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Silk's kind of feeling your pain a little bit. The performance of the team, you know, a uh, different story of uh, of your team per se. He's, his guys just aren't getting it done. It's just yeah. they're just not doing enough. No, the 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 upside right now 
is a little capped. Um, Diggs is the number one receiver, though, in fantasy. And, you know, it was kind of like the Cooper Cup team that we saw. You know, when you have that top echelon guy and, you know, he has a mortal week like this, that was a weird game, that Buffalo-Miami game. Miami won that. It was a weird (laughs) Um, one. You know, it, it just... You need you need those stars, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs. When they don't get or in cup, if they don't get twenty plus, that's a problem, <laughs> you know. And in this league, a tough twelve team league where talent is pretty, you know, spread out, uh, that can really hurt your team. And and that's what happened to the Tropics this week. Uh, nobody boomed. Drake London, our guy. I mean he he had another good week. He's He's now wide receiver 16, so that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, Mike Williams, yeah, I don't know. It, it it just seems like there's a lack of upside right now on that squad. Yeah, it's tough when, when there's such a, a, a small margin of victory here. There's a lot of – you can just take a look at a lot of your guys and be like, ah, you know, if they just did a little bit more. I mean, just yeah. even – just even the Mike Williams situation with Herbert being hurt. I mean, against Jacksonville, you would have thought that on paper that would have looked like a great game for him. Only had one catch for, but it was a tutty. But how does he only get one catch in that game? You know? Yeah, exactly. Darren Waller got shut down for the most yeah, part. You would have thought that, that would have been a right good, yeah. good situation. Yeah, they they don't they can't seem to get the the ball in their hands of their best players, but. Mac yeah. Holl- Mac Hollins had a big game. Yeah, Mac <laughs> Hollins. Yeah, even the uh, 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 Jacobs. You know, another guy who had. You know, he had some points there. But right. Yeah, I mean, these are those games you want to win. The, you know, if you can win a game like this, it it sure helps. And uh, David, apparently, he was due one. I guess so. You know, good yeah. for him to, to to win this game. So David DeLuga on the season, 13th in total points scored out of 24, 11th in points given up. So he's about middle of the pack in both cases. Dead middle. (laughs) Yeah. For Matt Silk, he is 22nd in points scored. So the third bottom. And then Mm. for points given up, he's actually 23rd. Oh, okay. So So he's the under. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, take the Funny, under. At least the luck six. factor is good right now. Yeah, at least the luck factor is good. Uh, I mean, it's just it. It's concerning then, you know, when you're being hampered by your own team scoring. Uh, that's yeah, uh, the wrong end of that equation. Is, True is what Matt Silk is dealing with. But um, yeah, I mean, good win for Deluga though. He he needed he gets to one and two at least. Yeah, good win for Deluga, and I'll tell you, he was a little fired up after listening oh, to yeah. the podcast last be. week. He 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 was not a fan of some of the things that you had to say about his team. And, oh, is that right? And him and his team lacking energy uh, against the young Tommy Zacker team. I think yeah. it was just more of a, a a talking up Tommy and his energy, yeah, as opposed to a lack of David Deluga. But you know, he stressed to me that. His organization has a separate day for, you know, handling the big moments, for time yeah. management, for pressure, for anxiety. Well, they're they're I on mean, top of it. Th- this 92-point performance, though, didn't dispel that notion that they're not playing with that much energy, okay? I mean, he got a nice win, but it wasn't that impressive. And, you know, 
I'm going to have to see more. But, no, I thought it was more about Tommy Zacher and, and just that youthful, young energy kind of overwhelming, maybe a little bit more subdued uh, Flippers team. I think that's what that was all about. But I'm going to have to see more, and um, I plan on seeing it. I, I, I had to add in the, well, the last couple nuggets there. No, I, it's it, you know, it, right now I, we're deflecting right now. It's a, <laughs> There's a lot of deflecting going on, and uh, you know, I guess I'm ready for it. I feel pretty good. <laughs> you know, when when you're part of the media here, and, and you're and you're and you're throwing out hot takes each and every week, right? You're bound to ruffle some feathers out there, and, and that's fair. That's and fair. I I think we're gonna have to hear from David Deluga soon. He's had a okay. lot of things to say. He's wanted. He's he's basically thrown his hat in to the ring of creating this feud with you and i you know i think we might need to battle it out over the airwaves a little bit all right i, I mean bring it on i mean you know yeah this uh, this is america okay i mean usa i mean i'll rip my shirt off you know <laughs> let's go i mean whatever you want the air we are this is a free america free press and uh, the federation is always open to men, to the voices of the people uh, well, speaking of freedom, that moves us to our fifth matchup. It was a battle <laughs> between the Philadelphia Flex, yeah, the Freedom Riders there, uh, and the Ishpeming Upers. And it yeah. was Kurt Clausen coming out on top, his yeah. first win of the season. He wow. defeated the uh, Philadelphia Flex 102.8 yeah. to 96.56. Another close one here. But yeah. Kurt finally gets in the win column. How big of a win is it for him? It, it, it's monumental. It's life changing. I mean, it's it, this flex team has been one of our our darlings. We've we've liked what they've done. Um, and they did run into that injury to David Montgomery, so that um, really I think Damn. hampered them in this matchup. But Kurt needed this. I mean, he had been struggling. He's struggling in other leagues that we're in. Um, it's another family won't love you situation. <laughs> and hey, Hollywood Brown, our man, he came Woo! together and and he put he put the the weight on his back. And what a beautiful performance by him with thirty one points. Thirty one points, fourteen catches, seventeen yeah. targets. Yummy. That's game, yummy. Game script was perfect there for him. Wide receiver nine now. Yeah. That, I, I mean, I can't say that I saw 17 target games coming and 14 catches, but right. I, you knew he would have some big ones here eventually. Team only scored 12 points. Um, yeah. So, uh, for Kurt, that's got to be good to see Hollywood, uh, you know, finally, finally go off there. A big factor in his win this week. He did have, yeah. what was that, minus three points from the Chargers defense. He, he was, I guess he believed in that Chargers situation like we did a little bit. And uh, any asset you put in there that represented that organization failed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. failed you. So interesting enough on the other side for for the Philly Flex team, they did have Kyler Murray and Zach Ertz in that same, same yeah. matchup there. Yeah, Not terrible games, but yeah, no. You you mentioned David Montgomery. You know, I I decided <laughs> I sent you that screenshot of how I did on on DK. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. probably about fifty percent of my teams had David Montgomery in it too. On oh, top of it. So 
the the David Montgomery injury probably cost me thousands of dollars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, not That's to put not myself good. in the middle of this matchup here, but uh, no, I mean, and that we we just have so much respect for him as a as a runner. So he, he's a guy you can definitely build around. So yeah, him him going out was uh, got to be disappointing because the. The Herbert guy in in reserve, I think, went yeah. off for 150 yards or so. And so, the Flex do have him on the, their bench. So, oh yeah, yeah, there we go, right here, so 33.9. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, in theory, if Montgomery doesn't get hurt, uh, the Philly Flex team probably wins this matchup. Just even yeah. that alone. No, it was it was a fortunate win for Kurt. Uh, Again, we saw A.J. Brown, you know, the Flex's captain, had another nice game, 19 and a half. It's just a complete team here. Um, now, Michael Thomas, I, I saw he had uh, another injury. He has an injury situation, too, uh, a toe. So he, uh, might toe be job. In, he might be kind of another guy that, uh, you know, could cause some issues for owners down the road. But, uh I think this was more of an off week than anything for the flex, but give Kirk credit. He had to have it and, and he did get it. Yeah. Big win for Kurt, despite the, the only 102 points scored. Yep. In Kurt this Cousins, one. good game, you know, for, for what it's worth, 18, not bad. You t- take that out of, out of the quarterback position right now. When you, when you see a quarterback scoring around there, it makes me envious. <laughs> yeah. So, Kurt, on the season, he's the one guy who is one place ahead of you in points scored. He's 23rd mm. with only 283.52 total points on the year. So, and, he stinks. And so, he, it's <laughs> been pretty bad for Kurt. And for points given up, second. 426 so. total it just so hasn't been through some parties on Kurt. Yeah. Teams have thrown parties on him. His team has struggled to score. It's been a very difficult one. So to pick up this win in a tight battle against the, like we said, a good Philadelphia flex team. Yeah. That's, all power that's to the Hoopers. Yeah. Good. Congrats to Kurt. First win. You'll take it. Congratulations. And I think the flex will be okay. They're still, from what I've seen, one of the better teams. Where's their scoring at? Yeah, uh, Derek Mc- Derek McGraw and the Flex here eighth in total scoring, three hundred. Okay, pretty good. And 20, 21st in points. Okay, so, so they're running good too. So yeah. that's dangerous. I do have the the point differential for all these teams too. That works. He's a plus fifty that's right there. Kurt plus. is Kurt is the worst in the league at a minus one forty three. Okay. I mean, glad to not be last yeah, in every he's, category. Yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he, he's the only guy a little worse than you in that in that one. So, well, moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. In week three for Group B of the Fed, it is a mm. battle of the young, energetic, fun-loving, happy-go-lucky schmucks of this league it's tommy zacker of the college avenue eagles taking on the sin city johns and this one was a smash job yeah by the college avenue eagles tommy z with a big win 144.32 to 107.3 
the happy youngster, the energy man, the wild man. <laughs> he's three and zero. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, making it look easy. Making it look easy. I mean, what an impressive showing again. Um, you just have to heap the accolades on this team right now. Um, I mean, Lamar uh, again. Look how great he has been. He is quarterback one. Um, he has been awesome. Uh, all around the board, they're almost double figures top to bottom. Great balance. He got Michael Pittman back. A uh, lot of good things happening for Tommy. Yeah, it was big to get Michael Pittman back because, I mean, if anything, I was trying to just quick glance at his team. It, it looks like it's just so balanced. If yeah. there's any, one area maybe of a weakness for Tommy here, maybe, maybe the wide receiver depth. He's got yeah. Godwin, who's been injured all year. That's really the only other guy that he can kind of even turn to other than a locking in a Pittman. So right. if anything, big to get him back. Yeah. He's going to want to get Godwin back, but how about Lamar Jackson? Something's got to yeah. be said about this guy. Number one QB in fantasy in, football, man. I mean, last two weeks he's rushed for 119 yards and 107 yards. That's Jesus. gaudy. <laughs> That's that. That is absolutely gaudy. He's, he's throwing the ball. Yeah, it's just because hey, he's thrown at least three touchdowns in all three games. Yeah, I mean, it, it is just, I mean, it's an MVP Herculean-type effort right now. And he's trying to get paid, too. He, he, You got to give it to him. You got to give it to him. I mean, he, he has earned the pay, I, in my opinion. I mean, he's, he's a fantastic weapon to have. Another one of those guys, him and Jalen Hurts, those safe floor guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think you're seeing more and more, uh, at least in like today's game, how like these balanced quarterbacks, like it's hard to just have those pocket passers these days. You know, yeah. Tom Brady, you know, is, is the GOAT. Uh, but still, I mean, it's nice to have that rushing element, to, and obviously in fantasy and, and that Lamar's got that in abundance. Yeah, as it as it got to a point, I think where there was more than like one guy who could do that, two guys. Like yeah. once once it started getting to like five, six, seven, maybe it's yeah. like you kind of need one of those top guys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it, it's I mean, hard to pass on that position unless you know whoever you're grabbing, you know, later on can do well enough, and you've and you've beefed up the rest of your team yeah but no, you see right. the advantages like you said of of having these quarterbacks here uh, these top Man. dogs josh allen uh i mean on the other side 31 points same sort of thing uh for the johns but uh yeah i mean you really need that uh it, i think you've seen the points scored this year it, i i don't have the metric in front of me but i feel like quarterbacks got to be probably the highest scorers on the year, at least a, they, they got to be pepper in the, the top 10. So really important to have one of those guys. And I mean, other than Cordero Patterson, he had another big game, uh, 25 points. Uh, the rest of the Johns team just didn't show up. Yeah, I was quick, quick, uh, quickly pulling up the stats of all the players this year. And yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson, number one overall guy with 114 yeah. in the league. And Josh Allen is second with 96. 
there you go. So those are the guys scoring the most points again, you know? Yeah. And that's a 20, 20 point difference between those two. Yeah. So that's, that's significant. Uh, it big for both the, you know, actually both these teams to have that at that, you know, to have that weapon, but man, I mean, the, the Eagles uh, are, have been impressive and you got to give Tommy the accolades. He is, he's making it look easy and uh, he's rolling right now. Yeah. Tommy's looked good. This is a big win for him. He's three and oh, He's a definite contender for best team in the Federation, you know, per se being undefeated. He's definitely in that, in, in that equation Uh, on the other side for the sin city Johns here. Yeah. Second loss in a row for this team. Hasn't really been good performances either. Uh, Just not getting enough from, from, from their guys. It's tough. Yeah, the, it's tough. The, Den- <laughs> the Denver situation, I mean, they've looked kind of shitty. So, you know, those assets have kind of suffered, especially Judy. Yeah. Um, Swifty, again, I, I, there's a report there that he, he that uh, our boy Dan Campbell said could possibly benefit by taking the next two weeks off of action. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know what that means, but if they're going to arrest him or. Or, you know, he's always banged up, but the Johns are, you know, they're, they're kind of struggling with that running back position, even though Cordell Patterson had a game here. If Swift goes down, uh, that's a big problem. Yeah. If Swift's not in there, that definitely is a problem. I mean, then they're really just hoping to get JK Dobbins back in there, but even, yeah. Yeah, you never know with, with the carry splits in Baltimore, what's going on there. Lamar right. is the ultimate running back as it is. It it's I think it's tough for the Johns. They're they're starting to get in that situation where they just don't quite have enough firepower. If not, it like if those guys aren't all out there. Yeah, I mean, or the consistency, Chase, Chase or have you know, games. there's something, there's something yeah. that's just missing now. Yeah. He did just get George Kittle back. I mean, maybe that'll be a little bit of a boost. Uh, Garrett Wilson has been good. Um, I, I think he, he actually got a little dinged in that game, but he ended up with 60 back. yards. I think he came back in the game, yeah. I know yeah, saying, he had 10 but... targets, you know. Right. like um, so Flacco's throwing it. <laughs> yeah, there's still some hope and talent on this team. Um, Jerry Judy should, I mean, they're going to have, they can't be any worse than how they've looked really these last couple of games. So, uh, they play the Raiders next. So, I mean, I, you just got to stay with it if you're the Johns. So the, for the Johns, they are now the sixth highest scoring team of the league still. So that's pretty good. At 375. I think they had just that monster, monster week one. Okay. And then um, in terms of points given up, 383, uh, sixth overall. Actually, so that's have a good a, formula. Well, at sixth, I think, um, was that sixth being the highest? Oh, sixth there. highest. Yeah, it's not what you want. <laughs> <laughs> six and six, actually, here. It's actually uh, a minus eight point differential overall. Though. Okay. Well, one and there you two, go. Sin City Johns for the College Avenue Eagles. 
they are, this is the equation you want. The number four highest scoring team at 406. That's good. And number 20 in points given up. That's really good too. <laughs> So, that, that, that's, that's the formula. <laughs> a difference of 86 points to the good for Tommy. That wow. is good for the fourth best in the league. He is the best team in the purple division by far. Okay. Well, I'm and, and, and well deserved that, you know, he's earned it to this point and uh, we'll see how it, you know, it goes as the season drags on. All right. So that was, all of the results for week three of group B. Uh, we took a while there, so let's just run through the matchups for week four, and then we will move on. Okay. Starting off week four, it's another interdivisional rivalry week. It's the oh, Cudahy okay. Catfish. One and two, Dilby taking on the Bemidji Babes of Stephen Gray. Both these teams are one and two. I think they've been performing scoring wise pretty good on paper. Yeah. This one seems like it could be kind of a doozy. Yeah, good game here. We'll see if Dill's guys with some of those injuries to Cook and Brown, how serious that is. And I mean, the babes, they got those receivers going well. So we'll see uh, if that can continue for them. We go from the babes to the baddies. Chai <laughs> City, two and one. Ryan Fahey takes oh, there on we go. Aaron J. The Fort Myers Marauders. What do you have for the baddies this week? I mean, it's got to be the receivers. Uh, hopefully, Keenan Allen can get back out there. We need him desperately. Um, if a quarterback can score over 10, that would be nice. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with Wentz again this week. So, uh, you know, God willing, we can uh, put together a full, complete team this week. God bless. The last matchup of the white division, the Valeria Dragons taking on the Okra Coke Croakers. Ryan this... Fahey, two and one, by the way. He's been very good on the year. Got to get the baddies uh, a little nudge there. Just, oh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Looking at that matchup. Go, go ahead. Please. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. The baddies are two and one. Strong team this season. One of the highest scoring teams on the season. Yes. Please but, continue. Yes. Moving the last <laughs> matchup of the white division. I was just about to say that it's got to be the game of the week. This yeah, week. I think so. The Valeria Dragons against the Okra Coke Croakers. Johnny new three and oh versus two and one. Yeah, yeah, this this definitely has to be the game of the week. Yeah, I mean, you got the that Dragons team so complete hurts. Taylor Barkley night. Mark Andrews. Nice crew there. Johnny, you know, the, the running backs got it going. Henry and Chubb, I'm sure Tyreek will be back. Uh, this, this could be a nice high-scoring affair. Then to the Purple Division, the 2-1 and one Philadelphia Flex and Derek McGraw takes on the Flint Tropics, 1-2 and two Matt Silk. Yeah, big game here. The Flex have been solid. Uh, Flint came off a win, didn't they get that? Uh, a tough, hard fought win. No, the Flint uh, had the tough loss. Oh, the tough loss. Well, to this, third by this three must win game. Uh, <laughs> one and two. Take the um, under was the was the uh, the intel that we learned about yeah. the Flint Tropics. Like the flexes kind of lineup, they're again mixing. We'll see what happens with Monty. 
uh, Debo, AJ Brown, uh, on the flip side, what can Diggs do for you, uh, <laughs> for, for Flint? What will the running backs, Kamara and Elliott, you know, what's the upside? Can they put together a complete performance? Got to turn back the clock to 2017 right there. Yeah. Our next matchup of the Purple Division, the one and two Fremont Flippers. David DeLuga takes on the one and two Sin City Johns. Yeah. This is a this is a, a, a big, big game, I would say, in this division between the two one and two teams. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, DeLuga, Patty Mahomes, Devontae, Aaron Jones, he's going to need those guys to to put together a performance. The Johns have some firepower. Uh, it, I, we got to see that Swift situation. It looks like he's going to be sitting out now. So I think he's going to sit those couple weeks. What can J.K. Dobbins do? Um Jerry Judy, uh, that Denver offense, can they get it going? Should be a, this is an interesting one right here. Yeah, it, it just feels like, uh, you know, are you in it or are you not in it? Uh, yeah, those two teams really does. Uh, the, so our last game of the week for week four, it's going to be the Ishpeming Upers one and two Kurt Clausen taking on the number one team of the purple division. It is Tommy Z and the college Avenue Eagles three and O yeah. Tommy have a upset alert here possibility for the old veteran to take him down. I think Kurt's team is in in a good spot here. Uh, Mike Evans coming back off of the suspension list. That's going to help. You know, any, these teams have both been, well, Tommy's been great. Kurt, at least getting healthier, uh, coming off of a win, getting a little bit of momentum there. Hollywood Brown with the big performance. This is a this is a really good game, kind of a, a cold game of the week, I would say. Yeah, I would agree with that sentiment, a, a, a cold game of the week. That should be an interesting one. All in all, Group B of the Fed. It's turning yeah. out to be a dandy. Best of luck to you in your matchup, Jerry. It's kind Thank of you. a must-win game for you against the yeah. Bears. You're going to have to make it so. Got to step up, man. It's gonna, it's gonna be something. We're thinking about it already. It's Tuesday. We're thinking about it. <laughs> All right, that'll close the door on Group B. We're gonna move right away to Group A. Okay. Of the Federation. Jergy, if you are ready, we're going to go to our scoreboard. I'm ready. I'm going to take a swig quick. Okay. (laughs) How sweet it is. A little parched. And here we go. We're going to start with the first matchup on the board. It was the battle of the number one and number two teams picking in the Group A draft. Okay. Devin Maney took on myself, the Frankfurt yeah. United. And I came out on top in a battle that yeah. went down Monday night. Congratulations. Uh, it's got to feel good. Got the first win of the season. Thank you. The team definitely needed it. It still yeah. wasn't pretty, but 121.2 to 101.3. The way it came down, I had C.D. Lamb and the Dallas defense, and I believe he had the Giants defense. Yeah, 
I think I was down like 13 or so. C.D. Lanham, of course, went off in that second half there. Yeah. Cowboys defense played well. Needed this one, they though. I, I I was looking down the barrel of the gun there. It, it wasn't looking pretty. <laughs> yeah. Glad, hey, glad I, to have gotten this one. No, I mean, comforting that C.D. Lamb uh, showed some some heart. Um, it looked, he looked good. So Just had to talk uh, trash about him the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he did have that bad drop. So like, and it was the Giants, So we, I think we still got to see a little bit more, but yes. it was a nice performance. Um, uh, Hey, way to start Greg Dorch. I mean, a <laughs> nice start. Uh, wish I would have did that. <laughs> um, well done. Uh, Josh Allen though. Uh, what a stud. Uh, Keenan Allen should be coming back for you. So a, a little bit of momentum for Frankfurt United. Yeah. It's, it's like just as with the little of one win right here, totally kind of changes my mentality of, I was wanting to, I don't know what it wasn't looking good. The last two weeks. Yeah, big, it's a big, big difference. You know, you don't want to yeah. be over three. So and you and to play a good team like Devin Maney's who was two and zero. Yeah, uh, that, exactly. That's that's, uh, that's a big part of it. Knowing that that Devin had a strong start to the season, that he had a quality team, was able yeah. to hold you know a couple of his his players to to really low numbers here. The Tyreek Hill game, yeah, of course, that's coming off the huge, huge, huge one that he had just had. That was right. big to keep him in check. I don't know where D- Dar- your boy Darnell Mooney even is. Yeah, that's a that's a disaster right now. That's a that's a total bust pick. Uh, completely fooled me. Uh, and he, it makes me feel like I'm a lesser man for having him on my team and feeling that he was going to be good. That situation <laughs> is shitty. <laughs> yeah, it's not that's not good for for any basically anyone on the Bears right now. The whole team is just pretty poor. Mark but, um, Andrews, uh, he, he had a he, there. There's that tight end again, you know. Yeah, it, I th- believe if info is correct, yeah, I was just gonna say that that he he surpassed Kelsey as wide receiver or tight yeah. end one. That's back to back games with 28 points. He's good. He 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 is good. I mean, it's it, that early that early season though with Lamar, you know, it's with the right. weather's night, they're trying to throw for as many touchdowns as they can now. That's so true. That, that's that'll, true. That'll go away later in the year, but still, he's still the their stats. number one option though, but he, he looks good. He, he looked good, but yeah, I mean, we'll see as the weather turns, how that'll change their dynamic. He's sure. still elite. He is elite yeah. at the tide. And if, if anything, Absolutely. he's, he's proving that week after week. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, I mean, great win for you. Uh, you're on the board, and you know, I, I think Devin's got some good pieces too. Like you said, Tyreek will have better days. Um, you just has you just have to shake this one off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, big big win for my team. Uh, there's still some some question marks moving forward, but yeah, it'll be nice to get. Keenan Allen back hopefully and uh, yeah that's a big piece maybe Rashad Penny isn't like a complete you know piece of shit I don't know I thought he looked good running the ball but he's just yeah I don't like the situation anymore doesn't get the volume (laughs) yeah I I I was high on him for week one he's like that he's like one of those like 
fucking one dimensional backs that I never own ever on my team. Yeah, I I kind of like, I'm kind of stuck. I'm stuck with them. I feel like. Well, and then they got young Kenneth Walker's going to be a part of that now. So yeah, we'll see how that dynamic shakes up. Yeah, but yeah, again, huge win for me. One and two on the season. Um, first loss for for Devin Maney and the Windy City Wieners. In terms of scoring, I'm only 19th in the league, and I've given up 13th in points against. So middle of okay. the pack, a minus 30 on the point differential. I mean, just kind of flirting there, I guess, right now. And yeah. For, for Windy City, I think he's just a, a notch above me. Point scored is 16th, and but points given up 22nd. Only That's 301. Big. Yeah. The luck so, gene has been working in his favor. Yeah, he's had the luck gene. He's a plus 35 to the good. Uh, That's good. Differential. So it's still a good good start to the year for Devin Maney. Um, but, yeah, I came out on top. of It, it, it felt like Packers Bears in that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there, there's, there, there's a dynamic there. <laughs> so let's move to our next matchup. Give me a sec here. It was. Ooh, this was a, a stink show city. The <laughs> battle of the the West Coast Wrangler jeans of Kevin Clark. Got yeah. his first win of the season over the San Diego Sycamores. Justin J. Bone Lonk Eric. 95.2 to 88.22. Yeah. Low scoring one here, but this was big for Kevin Clark. He was starting to really kind of fall sideways. This is big to, you know, similar to my team to, to if you're able to get that win, it, it, that's huge, right? Yeah. Now. It's like, absolutely. Ah, fuck. yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you look at AJ Brown again. Um, he's been awesome. Um, he had the 19 and a half. Uh, a Raj, I mean, it re- pretty much scored all those points in the first half. It looked like, yeah. you know, if Aaron Jones doesn't fumble that ball, I mean, he gets maybe another touchdown pass there. Rodgers would have had a really good day, um, fantasy wise. But, you know, Tony Pollard, uh, he played out last night. He had a decent enough game for, uh, Kevin Clark and that swift injury situation. We know Justin. Uh, drafted all those running backs and actually, oh, and he had the Montgomery injury as yeah, well. Um, so. I was going to mention all and three Michael of those. Thomas, so all three wow. of those running backs under uh, held under ten points. I mean, two of them got hurt, obviously. Yeah, but, some yeah. injuries. Yeah, this was a shitty week for the Sycamores. Like the name, um, J Bone. Uh, man, injuries. Uh, Derek Carr looked good. I mean, that was nice. Kept Amari Cooper on the bench. That. Uh, you know, is a situation he's probably regretting, and that's yeah, it. Doesn't yeah, it, the those never look good after the fact. Like it's kind of you know hindsight. He committed to those running backs. You know, he through did his draft process. So, well, and I think what, like we said with uh, I I can't remember who that was in Group B who had Montgomery, but it, again, it feels like if he would have stayed on the field, probably yeah. got enough points and. Justin would have won win. this matchup, yeah. Yeah, bad luck here for, for J-Bone. Uh, but, yeah, if you're Kevin Clark, you're taking it any way it comes. So uh, a good win for him. 
I, I'm J Bone will have to he'll have to kind of just sort it out. Uh, he's got some depth there, so you can figure out those injury situations. That's why he drafted all those running backs, Pete. You know, he's he, yeah, he's, he's he can you know Cam Akers can play if necessary. So yeah, he's starting you know. to coming along more now. And I, I mean, we're, we're seeing it as the year goes on. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it each week. We're gonna see it each week. Yeah. Guys are gonna continue to go down and get hurt. It That's is going a big to part happen. Every team is probably gonna be dealing with it at in yeah. some way, shape, or form. How you're able to fill those gaps with either guys on your bench or Guys on the waiver wire, newsflash, not a lot of good guys out there at all. <laughs> no, no, there's not. Yeah, it, 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 you got to really scramble, but uh, man, Kevin Clark found a way, and you got to take it any way it comes, and, and he's, he's got to take this one. Yeah, that's definitely the story here. That's a big win for Kevin. Um, you mentioned his, his wide receivers there. A.J. Brown continues to just be a huge story. All yeah. season long, Chase has been held in check a couple couple weeks in a row here, but still unlimited upside with him. So he he'll he'll be all right. Yeah, enough good action for Kevin Clark to pick up the W in terms of scoring on the year. Kevin yes. Clark only twenty first overall. Yeah, with three hundred twenty one total points. 10th in points given up. So he's on the, uh, the better half of the Kinda luck right factor there. Be. Yeah. But still a minus 47 point differential for Justin. He is 12th. Okay. In points four. So right in the middle of the pack. And of course, like no one else can, some say he is a man with a horseshoe up his ass. <laughs> Justin J Bone Lon Carrick has given up the least amount of points. In oh, the there league. you go. Twenty fourth, only two hundred and eighty total. That wow. is good for a plus seventy three point differential on the season. Still, nice. Yeah, I mean, look, the luck is helping, but uh, <laughs> uh, was low score of the week here in Group A, so he was your quote unquote loser of the week. So, um, <laughs> good point. The Sycamores had a rough week this week, the injuries. So we'll see how uh, J-Bone responds to this one. Yeah. Big win again for Kevin Clark. Let's move to our next matchup. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Loading up here. Ah, (laughs) there it is. It was Nate C. in the Northumberland Humdingers. (laughs) Yes. Pulled off a big win here. Over Alex Gandelman and Brooklyn FFC, 139.08 to 105.78. This has got to feel like a big win for Nate. He was one and one entering this game. Yeah. And then on the flip side for Alex, you know, he was the same way. He was one and one. He had just defeated me. That was a big win for him. And then kind of, kind of flops here against Nate. Yeah. I mean, Nate really put it together this week. I mean, uh, when Cordell Patterson plays well for Nate, it seems like good things happen. So, <laughs> yeah, fuck. um, I mean, Nate's got a nice team again. Uh, you know, with Devonte Saquon's been really good. 
Patty. He's got Scary Terry, Pierce, Olave all on the bench. So he's got some depth. He, he's put together a nice squad here, and uh, he got a really complete and nice performance in this game against uh, Brooklyn FFC. I, I got to say, did you did you see the touchdown run that Saquon Barkley had in that game? I or at did, least the uh, highlight of the it. After the fact, though. After and the fact. He, yeah. That guy is healthy. He is alive. He looks yeah. elite right now. Thirty-six He's, yard score on that one, and he 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 hit the juke move a few times. It was yeah. uh it, it it was pretty impressive watching it in in live time. Uh, the guy feels like he's been the home run pick of the year so far in fantasy football. Yeah, I mean. Really regret not taking them. I could have, uh, just from a personal perspective. Um, yeah, he's the guy. Uh, he's having the bounce back year. One of the few running backs that's really looked good. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of good things to say about him. For the Brooklyn side here, I said kind of a flop. I, I think that's a little more of an overstatement. I don't, the team didn't even play bad. It was a pretty balanced yeah. effort across the board. Um, just didn't quite get enough. No, I mean, the Chargers situation was really shitty this week. Um, I don't think anybody, like we said, expected them to just get shitted on by the Jags. Um, Nick Chubb looked good though. Um, you know, Deontay Johnson, you know, he had, he's been getting some volume. Pitts looked like he was actually a, a, a relevant human being again. So, you know, some decent things for, for Alex here. Uh, have to see how this thing's going to shake out with Herbert. Ribs aren't something that just magically heals like right away. So I'm interested to see how that's going to be for that Chargers situation. Cause I feel like, Herbert's Eckler's value is a little bit tied to Herbert's so it'll be interesting to see but yeah I mean this was really more about Nate and and the effort that he put forth so in this one it it is interesting you mentioned Eckler and how important his production is you know tied to tied to Herbert I had Eckler pulled up here and it's almost like he he's waiting to like really break out in a game and yeah. it's almost like all signs were potentially pointing to next week in that it could be the game but they're playing at the Texans yeah running running backs have just been destroying them but right um is Herbert going to play is like I, yeah i agree that's a con- that's a concerning injury and a lingering one at that yeah, I mean, it, it, it's – we'll see. I mean, he, he didn't – they didn't look good. I mean, he still threw for 297 yards, but I, they their, their rhythm, especially early in the game, there's certain throws that Herbert was struggling to make that we just know how much talent he has and what he's capable of that, you know, when you see him not at that full capability, there it's noticeable, but – yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, there's not much you can do. He does have Tom Brady on the bench, but, you know, that offense hasn't looked very good at all. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. You just kind of got to 
fill it in with what you got and ride it out and hope that the Chargers can find themselves if you're uh, Alex Gandelman. Yeah, and and it is tough. Like it, he does have some some depth pieces here. You know, he, he's the one with Dobbs on his bench. Yeah, K, he does have Dobbs. KJ Osborne, Jeff Wilson. I mean, yeah, Devin Singletary he had a, his best game of the yeah. season. Damn. So yeah, there's there's a lot of different guys. You know that that the Brooklyn team has, but it it just. Outside of, you know, the running backs, it doesn't seem like the players are just of that upper echelon, though. Right. Yeah, work to do. That's for sure. But for the Nate team, like you said, that's a big win this week. Uh, Got a better performance out of a Juju Smith-Schuster. I think we're going to see that that's going to be a little uneasy as the year goes on. Um, Some testiness out of Patrick Mahomes with uh, – with the old coordinator. Yeah, that was a really weird game. Like, uh, they should have won that game going away. Um, I had the Chiefs in that game, and I'm still I'm, – I'm right with Patty. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Uh, certain play calls, not kicking field goals when you should. Uh, weird game, and, and they ended up losing that one. So, it, it was it was kind of a dysfunctional week for, for that unit. Yeah, that was a goofy one. The, I think the Chiefs, uh, that was the largest split in the BSC in week three. 25 people picked the Chiefs. Only wow. one only one had the Colts, and the uh, Colts Jesus. won outright. Yeah. It was, I think it was DW, Drew Winter, <laughs> Tip, took it home. Typical, typical move to get, get caught in that, that hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let us move to the Black Division. It okay. was... This had to be the game of the week here. The Grand yes. Forks fighting Sue took it home against the Pallet Town Trainers and Vinny yeah. Young. This was a close wow. battle, a low scoring battle. You mentioned low scoring games this week. Yeah. This was a tight one 93.2 to 91.46. Yeah. Keith Came down to squeak Zeke. it on the Monday hey. night. Yeah, I mean, came down to Zeke, so that must have been real late in the game. I know he got some carries in the fourth quarter, so must have came down somewhere in there. Uh, you know, this is a huge win for Keith. Big, sexy. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, my guy, I, I, one of the things I got right, I think, in the dra- in the DraftKings pod, uh, Joe Burrow had a nice week. Uh, he did. That was. At the, at the quarterback position. Uh, what I got a pub something I did, right? So, that was yeah, that was a good pick. He he it, oddly he was like the only one on the team who had a good game that right like really no one else it did. It was uh Tyler Boyd did. He was the one who went yeah, off. Right. I and but, yeah, Higgins yeah. had yeah, just nothing real big there. Right. Chase um, too. Mixon was like he was kind of a no show. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Waddle, Peter, uh, I, I didn't think the Dolphins were going to be able to sustain the, what they're doing, but this guy's a stud, man. I mean, he's wide receiver three, uh, you know, another 100-yard-plus receiving game, had a touchdown. Uh, he had 19 targets against Baltimore two weeks ago. That is gaudy. <laughs> um, man, I, he's he's a real nice player, and he it looks like Keith was the one – who's got the Justin Jefferson situation. So if he ever gets his head out of his ass, uh, the, the, a lot of good things going for Big Keith right now. Yeah, the the, the Jefferson situation is still just very bad. Um, 
I, I mean, I feel like I don't want to like overreact. I mean, he's still, you know, 10th in terms of receivers, but he had 42 in week one. He's coming yeah. off a 10.8 and a 4.4. Not good. Not, not good. Um, it, it just didn't really make any sense <laughs> in the last game. But, but... Uh, yeah, it's not good. I, I, I mean, he's got to get it going. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm worried about it. I, I am. I mean, Kirk Cousins is, I don't trust him. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. Uh, you like that? No, I don't. I mean, <laughs> you know, like uh, this guy does not perform in prime time. Detroit should have won that game. So like that Detroit blew that game. I, I was just, I'm really concerned, but obviously the talent potential um, is still very high um, with JJ. And then you got Garrett Wilson on the bench. So there's some other guys there for Keith. Gabe Davis was a little bit of a no-show um, coming off an injury. So, uh, again, I, I like what Big Sexy is doing, though, and he he really needed this win, and, and he got it. Yeah, and, I mean, talking about the Vikings on the other side, Dalvin Cook yeah. for the Palatown trainers. I, like we mentioned in, in Group B, Cook went down with a shoulder injury. What did he yeah. finish with? 96, 97 yards or so. If right. he wouldn't have gotten hurt, he would have cracked that hundred yard mark. He would, have gotten the, he would have gotten the bonus. And right. I mean, there's yeah, not there's much a difference. to do about that. Yeah, <laughs> that, uh, a yeah. tough injury. That was just the, that was the first thing that that popped out to me uh, looking at Vinny's team here. He only the scored DJ 90. Moore situation again. Yeah, DJ Moore, another guy when when he has single digit games and I think we're going to see a few of them. AJ Dillon as well, a guy that you know right now that Packers offense still searching for guys who can be consistent uh fantasy performers right now. Yeah, they they, they got to find a way to get Dillon and Jones in the best positions. Um, yeah, better spots. Better spots. Yeah, better they're still calls. just kind of they're they're searching for that right now. Yeah, the the where's the screen game? Let's get the screen game going a little bit. You know, uh, uh, j- just uh, work to be done yet by the Packers and their and their coaching staff. Yeah, so the Packers got to find a way to get the the running backs in a better situation moving forward. I think they will. I think ultimately yeah. they'll they'll figure it out. But uh, uh yeah, it AJ Dillon only with the five point eight. Again, that couple couple more points there could have been the difference. Yeah, so this is a tough loss for for Vinny. Um, both teams are two and one now. Big win for Keith. Tough loss for yeah. Vinny. I, I think the teams are in equal kind of sitting though. You know, they're fitting yeah. like both same record here in the in the black division. Yeah, some good players there. The you know Stefan Diggs again, number one player. Um, Josh Jacobs was on the bench, Adam Thielen. So yeah, I mean, Vinny, Vinny can't, you know, he can't feel too bad about this when he had chances to win, just came up a little short. And in terms of scoring on the season, let's see here. I see Vinny's team first, 15th in scoring 337. 18th in points given up. That's good. Positive differential of 9.7 for the two and one Palatown trainers. 
and Keith is <laughs> right below him. 18th only in points scored, 14th in points given up, negative 27 point differential, but wow. he's two and one. Yeah. He's two and one. Take it wherever it comes, you know? Yeah. So uh, interesting. Just like I said, kind of interesting just hearing some of these stats and seeing uh, how some of these teams match up against other teams. Let's yes. move to our fifth matchup of the week. It was the Sonoram Sea Turtles taking wow. on the Barnegat Breakers. <laughs> this is a story of two teams in different directions of the Federation right now. Yeah. Joel Collingworth. Collingwood. Joel Collingwood. Yes. Collingwood. Collingwood. <laughs> took it down. Strong as wood. An oak tree here. Yeah. 127.56. To yeah. 95.76. Tough loss for Matt Kahn's team. He goes to 0 and 3 on the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this Sea Turtles team, Peter, again, uh, we've been oozing about them a little bit. I know I have. And again, Cooper Cup being drafted eighth. Uh, <laughs> again, really, uh, he, he, he picked that. He picked that $100 bill up off the ground. When you see it, you pick it up. Joel did that. Man, great balance top to bottom. He had the Hollywood Brown game this week. Kelsey, Higgy, uh, just beautifully balanced. Uh, The team really came together for him. Got to feel good about it. I mean, this is one of the the best teams in the league. Uh, 3-0, the Sea Turtles are, they're moving. Yeah, and I think what it is about the Sea Turtles team is there's just so many different guys that can go off on a given time. And I don't even think we've seen the moment quite yet where like three of them do in a given week. Right. And with a combo like like Kyler with with Hollywood, that duo is going to go off a few times here. Plus, yeah. Cobb, plus Kelsey, plus Higgins, plus the RB. It's just a lot of different guys who have those high ceilings, but at the same time, like high high floors, even. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's a really nice team. Uh, I expect it to be there in the end. We'll, the running backs are the guys I'd keep an eye on uh, if they can continue to give that mid level the good production. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is actually RB six. So yeah. like, man, that didn't see that coming myself. So that's some good shit there, um, by the sea turtles. And Hey, I mean, there's an Owen three team. I, I Mac Con, I feel for you, brother, <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I stand with you. Um, it's a problem over there with that Barnegat breakers squad though. <laughs> yeah. For Matt Con's team looking at it. Of course, he's still like he has good players. Like you look at the roster, and like it's yeah, it's a team of good players. It's just not all clicking right now, and right and, and the players they just haven't shown it at all. Like we yeah. talked about with the Broncos and Russell Wilson, is yeah. Russell Wilson just maybe not that good of a quarterback anymore? Yeah. <sighs> You know, I I don't want to go quite that far because he's been so good for so long. He I seems think very like skittish with the decision making. I think it's that's the what's new offense. Him. 
I think it's the new offense, new players, new scenery, new expectations. I don't think he's running like he used to no, as man. much. I think he's too Hollywood now. You you do I... lose a step eventually or two, you know? I mean, he did rely on that a lot, especially earlier in his career. I mean, he's been in the league, you know, now for a few years. So, you know, it it, it takes a toll on you. I mean, he took a lot of sacks in Seattle. Well, he's still, just, that's the thing. He's still taking sacks. That's he, the, like he's just he gets sacked like crazy. We got to give him a little more time. Uh, but it is a concern. It is a thing. Um, Najee Harris, that that Pittsburgh offense, they need to get, they got to Mitch has got to go. Good. You got to go to you got to go to Kenny Pickett. You got to go to a, Got to go to the youngster. You got to bring some energy to that team. I mean, Mitch it could Trubisky, change everything for that team. It, it's actually. stale chips. I mean, it's it's like you leave a <laughs> you leave a bag of chips out for about four days. You know, you have it, it's stale. It's just not, <laughs> not as good. You know, there's no pop there. You know what I mean? Come on now. And Matt Con is feeling that he's a little bit of stale chips. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown took a little injury in that game. Keep an eye on that situation. Um, you know, Debo. Now he, you know, is Jimmy Garoppolo? You know, it, it, he's not real good either. But eh, it, there's a, there's just things going against the Breakers right now. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, it's it's difficult. It's it, <laughs> it's got to start at the top for for Matt Kahn's team, like we're saying yeah. with these quarterbacks, like. Man, Russell Wilson, that's what I'm saying, number 21 QB. Ah. Not good enough. No, it needs better out of that position. I mean, we like yeah. said the rest of the guys, though, like they're not even bad players. It's just, yeah, it's just situation. They're just not the, doing enough. Yeah, here. Just not enough good situations right now. And, you know, St. Brown, you know, who has been his best player. Uh, if he's dinged up or if he's he's wide receiver four, um, if he's, you know, dinged up and not, you know, kind of a, not the same guy, that's a big uh-oh for the, for, for the breakers squad, you know? So, uh, yeah, you know, being an 0 three team, uh, again, you, it, it hurts. And uh, this, these are the kind of things that 0 three teams are dealing with. So I, I, Matt Con, I'm here for you. I am a kind uh, voice for you, but, it's shitty right now. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like there's still enough talent on the roster for for yeah. Matt Con to at least pick up a couple of wins on the season here. Um, right, all is not quite lost. No, yet. no, not yet. No. But too there's or, not many. Or. There's not many teams that are beating this Joel. This Joel team. Right. Yeah. It's the uh, yeah. The Sea Turtles are rolling right now, and top to bottom, that's a that's a nice unit. Uh, what's the stats on Joel? Yeah, so for Joel, he is the number third highest scoring team yeah, on the league with sense. 430. And in terms of points giving up, 19th. Yeah, 324. That's the, that's the formula. There it is. He yeah. has the best point differential of wow. 105.4, edging out Nick Schlalbach. Well, there you have it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> And then for Matthew Kahn's team, that's, you know, the polar opposite situation. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, 
uh, 20th for points for third in mm. points given up. 400, yeah, not good. 424 points given up. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's ugly. He's played. It's like he's played Joel each week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, it, that, that's that's just that's brutal. So not what you want to deal with. And, yeah, we'll uh, have to double check the schedule to make sure that didn't actually happen. Yeah, <laughs> that leads us to our very last matchup of week three in the Federation. The black division. Yeah, it was Tyler Cleveland. Tyler Cleland and the Hill Haven drive absolutely yeah. dominated mm. the Austin Armadillos. Andy Zarnowski, 166.82 to 89.7. Yikes. Dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that Lamar that, Lamar was in this game. Yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry, Lamar, uh, Devontae Smith. I mean, wow. I mean, just keeps getting better week in and week out. 169 yards and a tutty. Wow. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, that's the type of guy. Like if he if he's holy going, shit. that that helps make that team kind of for real. James Robinson RB three. Wow. I mean, there's some things going on for the Hillhaven Drive right now. Mike Evans didn't even play because uh, of the suspension, so that's a nice guy. Uh, this was a what an effort, high score of the week all around uh, in the world of the Fed. Yeah, uh, man, sit, really a good performance here. Sitting there with Jamal Williams too on the bench, coming off those two touchdowns. If, if yeah, and Swift is gonna be out. Yeah. yeah, a lot of options now all of a sudden on this uh, Tyler Cleland team here. Yeah, he hit some boomers this week. I mean. Man, Derrick Henry, Lamar Jackson, what a DraftKings lineup to have. James Robinson, Devontae, uh, even Cortland Sutton. He's been the one guy, Pete. You know, I I said it. I I thought Jerry Judy uh, was going to be the guy, but it's been Cortland Sutton. He's been the guy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's clearly been Cortland Sutton now. He's the one guy it seems like you can count on in that in on that team. Um, yeah, this team just in general, uh, they look they look really good right now. I yeah. think that's back to back big wins here for Tyler. I was excited Under, for Derrick Henry. You it, know, yeah, th- th- this was that first big Derrick Henry game that we've kind of been waiting for here. Twenty five point three points, five catches. I mean, yeah, that's, that's kind of what made the difference. Actually, five catches yards. for fifty eight yeah. yards, ten yeah. extra points there. Yeah, well, he can do that. Like, if he, yeah, I mean, if he just runs straight and turns around, you know, like that, that you can throw it to him a little bit there, you know. And I mean, again, another game that uh, the NFL just uh, totally fooled me on. I thought the Raiders were going to roll in that game. Yeah. Uh, I think you, (laughs) the Mike Brabel first coach fired uh, uh, proclamation. Well, they heard that, Pete, and, uh, they decided to win a football game then. So <laughs> honestly, that's what makes the NFL so crazy is situations like that, or a team looks like they're just dead in the water early in the season too. You want yeah. to write them off right away. Titans suck. They look like shit. And then they come out and they just grind out a win. And Yeah. And they were rolling in that one. The Raiders made a real last ditch late effort to, they almost tied it up. It came down to a two-point play, yeah. so it got real tight. But uh, still, they for them to you know 
Titans kind of dominated for the first few quarters in that game. But, uh, I mean, for Andy's, uh, Zarnowski, I mean, yeah. What God about bless, Andy's team here? Now? Well, God, he's bless three. God bless Poland. Uh, you know, he's got Jalen hurts. So he's got Jalen hurts. That's, that's a guy you want to have. He's got Michael Pittman. He's got Javante, you know, Giddy Kamara. There's some decent pieces on this team. Mike Williams on the bench. Al Lazard, uh, I mean, you know, shitty week. Brandon Cooks is kind of, you know, kind of not been as good as I thought he would be. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, he it just was what it was. A couple guys underperformed. Uh, Alvin Kamara just looks like a kind of a shell of himself right now. Um, that that whole offense looks bad, except for really Alave and Michael Thomas. Yeah. So. You know, the tight end situation, he's got one of those joker tight ends. Um, that that hurts you. I scored know, more points than uh he was getting out of uh Cole Komet the first two weeks. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. At least we we reached positive numbers <laughs> in that scenario. But he does have Jalen Hurts. That's monumental. Michael Pittman is is gonna be really solid. So at least he's got some building blocks. If 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 Denver could ever figure it out, um, you know the armadillos, I think, still can have some better days. Yeah, I, I, it's got to be concerning now for for Andy. I mean, you know, being being the zero and three now, that's not a territory you want to be in, especially when you feel like you have talent. Yeah, but uh, it seems like the the performances are just like we saw this week, it was almost non-existent this week, but a little yeah. sporadic from a lot of these guys, uh, you know, kind of boomer bust, not too many, the, too many guys with arrows trending down right now. Yeah, That's not you know, not the a, consistency that you would want out of, uh, you know, these type of, these type of players. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's a recession right now, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it, not a, a lot of inflation. It's a recession right now. So the armadillos are just trending down right now. The, their stock is just, it's plummeting a little bit. So it, you got to try to find a way to straighten it out somehow. And I mean, he does have a little depth. Got to get the right lineup in there. Um, got to just keep grinding. That's not much else you can do, you know? I mean, either way, uh, what are you going to do when you're going up against 166? Well, like, you're he was not, drawn you're dead. Not that at, yeah, you're not. Yeah, he was drawn dead. Not winning either one. way, unfortunately. Yeah. Ran up against the hurricane, the hurricane drive, you know? It, yeah. It was a hurricane out of the Hillhaven bunch. So the Hillhaven with 166 was the top scorer. Of week three in group oh. A, so congrats to Tyler as the ultimate winner of the week. Yeah. In terms of scoring now, that moves Tyler, number one scoring team in all of the Federation. Wow. That perfectly, wow. actually. Yeah, 472 nice. total points in terms wow. of points given up. Eighth, actually, 378. Yeah. Playing so, high scoring games. Yeah, usually. Definitely. Differential of 93.9. That is good for, it looks like third total on the okay. season. So things pretty good. Really, really good for Tyler. I know he's, yeah. he's feeling pretty confident right now in terms of Andy. 
for Andy. He's 14th in points scored. So, like, for an 0-3 team, yeah, like, middle, middle of, the of the pack there. Yeah. But, man, points given up first. 432.52. It can only go in the other direction now, and It can't get any worse for the armadillos. You, you, can, you can only go up from here, so that's, that's good. That's a point differential of minus 86 Ooh, on the season. It looks like that's good for fourth worst. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, fitting that we end here week three with the number yeah. one overall scoring team and the team who has been the uh, most unlucky. Yeah. It's kind of like a, it's a lock and an unlock. (laughs) It it tells you all you need to know about, about the game though. You know, that's, that's fantasy football for you. And yeah, it is. And and how about this breaking news? Okay. Side note, just got an alert here. Some might say that the Federation is the live golf. (laughs) An alert yes. that Live Golf is nearing a deal to buy airtime on Fox. Oh wow! So get a TV deal, huh? To put their product on prime time cable wow. viewing, not even cable, regular regular yeah. channel. There, that's Old big school. though for that for Live Golf. There might be a TV deal in the future for the Federation. There's hope yeah. now. There is hope. There definitely is hope. <laughs> Live golf is setting the precedent. So yeah, we, can, we can only hope to follow in their footsteps. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, Jergy, that's going to wrap it up for week three of the Federation. Let's move to week four matchups of group a, the first yes. game myself. Yes. It seems like we're always going to start. If it's Group A, we're going to start with me. If it's Group B, we're going to start with Dill. That's just how it works on my on my yeah. listing here. Um, so Week Four, Group A, it's myself, Frankfurt United, one and two, taking on the one and two West Coast Wrangler Jeans, Kevin yeah. Clark, Battle of the Gold Division. We're both one and two. We both got to feel like this is a game that we probably can, you know defeat the other opponent this yeah this is a good chance for both of us to try and pick up a win and get back to even level at two and two yeah absolutely i mean big game both ways uh projected to be very close i mean i like your your one two guys josh allen jt Uh, those two guys are monsters we'll see how cd lamb continues his resurgence uh Kevin Clark, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Jamar Chase against Miami. That could be good. A.J. Brown against Jacksonville. So some some primetime guys on both of these teams. Then our next matchup in the gold division, it is Justin J. Bonlon Carrick and the San Diego Sycamores, 2-1, and one, taking yeah. on Brooklyn FFC and Alex Gandelman. This is a big game, I would, I would say, for Alex Gandelman. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of injuries on J Bone's squad right now. Uh, how is he going to fill the holes right now uh, with, you know, Michael Thomas, Swift, and Montgomery all questionable? Swift probably out. Uh, he's going to have to, you know, go to his bench, see what he can come up with there. Alex needs his Chargers. He needs Nick Chubb. 
Uh, needs another good game out of pits. So it, it's a must kind of win for him to try to get back to two and two. Yeah, and for Justin, he's, like you said, he's really going to have to put his GM cap on and make some yeah. good decisions. The last matchup of the gold division, the two and one Windy City Wieners, Devin Maney. Yeah. Facing off Nate C, Northumberland Humdingers, two and one. Yeah, a, good game. This is a good game. This is a close one. Projected to be pretty, pretty, pretty close and fairly high scoring. Yeah, I mean, you got good guys on both sides. McCaffrey, Tyreek, Mark Andrews uh, for, for the Wieners. Uh, Nate's got that balance again. Devontae, Saquon, Patty. Uh, he's got guys on the bench he can turn to. So this could be a, one of those kind of shootout-type games. Uh, th- this is this is a big one for the Gold Division. And, you know, for one of these teams, is going to get to 3-1 and one and the other will be back to 500, so definitely a swing game. Moving to the black division, it's a battle of Keith Quioff and the Grand Forks fighting Sue against Matthew Kahn, the Barnegat Breakers. They're 0-3. Yeah. Is this a must-win game for Matt Kahn? It is. It is a must-win game. Uh, you, you don't. 0-3 is about as far as you want to get down. Uh it starts to get into that impossible stage after one, you know, one four. So yeah, you got to have this one, and you're playing a, a good Keith team here. So it's a nice litmus test, and you if you know you can try to get some momentum going. Uh, Keith, you know, on the flip side, trying to get to three and one. So it's a big game for both of these squads. Yeah, a good Keith team, but at the same time, if I recall correctly, not the uh, most highest scoring type of team. So, right. What will Justin Jefferson do this week? Yeah, yeah. I keep your eyes peeled on that. Then our next matchup, probably our game of the week. Yeah. The Hillhaven Drive of Tyler Cleland, two and one, taking on. The Palatown trainers of Vinny Young. This seems like a good one. This, 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 in my opinion, is the game of the week. Although the yeah. next one should be a pretty good, close one too. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, the the drive are the highest scoring team in the league. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Derrick Henry, uh, Mike Evans back in the lineup. He's got some really nice bench pieces too. So that drive team is, is pretty stacked. Uh, Vinny. Um, Diggs, Kirk, Matt Stafford, Dalvin Cook, couple little dings there. He's gonna have to make sure everybody's good to go, but he definitely has some good name players and um, you know, projected to be one of the better games. One of these teams will be three and one. So uh, again, a, another big swing game. Then in our final matchup. The three and O Sonoran Sea Turtles yeah. taking on the O and three Austin Armadillos. This team's records are the opposite of each other. Yeah, man, something's got to give here. It looks like a good matchup on paper, though. Can Andy? Yeah. Can Andy pull off the the upset win here? Uh, yeah, he his can. Back is but against it, the wall. Yeah, that's the thing. He. He's got the talent to do it, but you know when you're running bad, then you got to go see the another undefeated team. So it yeah. nothing easy right now for the Armadillos, but 
Uh, again, we, we they got some talent. We, we we like the team. So in terms of there is players on the team that can do some things. Jalen Hurts, Michael Pittman, Javante Williams. So you know they got the bodies to compete. But man, that Sea Turtles team has been good. Cooper Cup, Higgy, Kelsey, Hollywood, Kyler, uh, a team full of just good players. So uh, it gonna be a tough matchup, but uh, a big one for the Armadillos uh, to try to get on the board. Yeah, we'll see how that one shakes out, but that should be a doozy. Exciting, exciting week ahead of us. Anything, yes. anything left to uh, to grace the, the people with for this week? No, nah, not much. Happy to put it behind me, uh, but it, it, getting in the flow of football feels good. It's it's you're starting to see some some trends, some players getting a little bit more good feel for these guys. So, you know, hopefully you can apply that and we can apply that to week four and, and to the future. Yeah. Yeah. If we don't want to jump too far ahead, there is still a long ways to go. But the heat is on on to week four for Aaron J. I am Pete B. Good luck in all of your matchups this week, and let's get federal.